Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into the poignant narrative of The Kite Runner, a riveting tale spun by the master storyteller Khaled Hosseini. This groundbreaking novel transports us to the vibrant streets of Kabul, Afghanistan, as we follow the life altering journey of Amir, an Afghan immigrant in the United States who carries with him secrets from his childhood that continuously haunt him. Written by the acclaimed Afghan American author, Khaled Hosseini. The Kite Runner graced the New York Times bestseller list for two years, leaving an indelible mark on readers worldwide. Hosseini's deep understanding and experience of Afghanistan's culture and history breathes life into this narrative, making it an insightful glimpse into the Afghan society of the time. Beyond his writing prowess, Hosseini is renowned for his humanitarian efforts in Afghanistan through his nonprofit organization the Khaled Hosseini Foundation. If you are captivated by stories of intricate familial dynamics, especially between fathers and sons, or if you hold a keen interest in Afghan culture and history, The Kite Runner will surely resonate with you. This novel is a tale of friendship, betrayal, redemption, and the unending quest for absolution, forming a rich tapestry of emotions and experiences. So, join us as we unfold the pages of this iconic narrative in today's episode of 20 Minute Books. The Kite Runner, an emotional story of betrayal and redemption in 1970s Afghanistan. Introduction. Embark on an adventurous journey with the Kite Runner. Often in life, we stumble upon stories that transport us into worlds unknown. Tales that reverberate with the common rhythm of humanity despite being set in remote cultures. Khalid Hosseini's The Kite Runner is one such spellbinding narrative that catapulted to literary stardom in the early 2000s, captivating millions around the globe with its powerful account of life in Kabul. So, what makes this narrative, originating from the heart of Afghanistan and crafted by an Afghan American author, so universally adored? Well, perhaps it begins with the element of novelty that it presented when it first graced the bookshelves in 2003. Hosseini's work provided readers, particularly from the West, an intimate glance into the Afghan life and culture, an experience that was overwhelmingly fresh and enlightening. Even two decades on, the appeal of the kite runner remains undimmed its charm transcending the realm of geographical novelty. For the crux of this riveting narrative lies in its exploration of universal human themes. It unveils the intricacies of childhood friendships, the dynamics of father-son relationships, and the bittersweet journey of growing up, elements that resonate with readers across cultures. It is in Hosseini's exploration of the profound questions that linger in every human heart. Does our past shape our present? Is authentic transformation feasible? Can redemption truly be achieved? That his novel finds its irresistible allure, its triumph, you see, is in its portrayal of these deep reflections through an absorbing, emotive tale about characters that echo our own lives. Let's journey into the heart of Kabul and acquaint ourselves with these memorable characters. By the way, if you'd prefer a quick run-through of the novel, 
feel free to skip ahead to the final section. Part 1. The Web of Deceit. Our voyage begins in the heart of Afghanistan, where we meet our narrator, Amir, as he reflects on the indelible imprints left by his childhood. In the year 1975, 12-year-old Amir is living a comfortable life in the bustling city of Kabul, sharing a home with his father, Baba. Their relationship is strained with unsaid words, unmet expectations, and Amir's relentless pursuit of his father's approval. The familial bond of Amir and Baba is a duo. The loss of Amir's mother during childbirth, leaving an empty space in their home and hearts. Yet they share a close bond with Ali and Hassan, a father-son duo living in the house at the end of their garden. Hassan, the loyal companion and best friend of Amir, represents a stark contrast to Amir's privileged life, as he is the son of Baba's servant, Ali. The threads of social hierarchy and ethnic divide, with Amir belonging to the Pashtun majority and Hassan, a part of the marginalized Hazara community, weave a complex pattern in their friendship. Despite these disparities, they share countless moments of joy and camaraderie, their favorite pastime being flying kites and participating in the local tournaments. Hassan, the kite runner, is the devoted friend who chases after the fallen kites. His commitment to Amir is unshakable, promising to do anything for him. But one day, their friendship faces a trial that changes everything. In the backdrop of a thrilling kite-fighting competition, Amir sees an opportunity to win Baba's elusive approval. Amidst the feverish excitement, Hassan vanishes while chasing a fallen kite, leading Amir to a chilling discovery. In a secluded alley, he witnesses Hassan being raped by the notorious older boy, Asef, but does nothing to intervene. Haunted by his cowardice, Amir distances himself from Hassan, their friendship gradually withering away. To banish the constant reminder of his guilt, Amir even resorts to planting money under Hassan's mattress. When accused of theft, Hassan, ever loyal, takes the blame to protect Amir. The ensuing conflict drives Ali and Hassan away from Baba's household, leaving Baba distraught and their once close-knit circle fractured irrevocably. Analysis Hosseini poignantly illustrates how acts of betrayal can sever the closest of friendships. Amir's failure to stand by Hassan, followed by his unjust blame game, mirrors his struggle with self-reproach and guilt. Even when we consider Amir's tender age, his acts against the ever-loyal and kind Hassan are disturbing, making Amir appear as a stark contrast to his friend's saint-like goodness. Amir, in his self-absorption, cowardice, and weakness, embodies the darker side of human nature, while Hassan is a symbol of undying loyalty and goodness. This duality perhaps explains Amir's discomfort around Hassan, as Hassan's virtuous nature reflects on Amir's own shortcomings. The theme of guilt and inadequacy, in sharp contrast with innate goodness, forms the backbone of the kite runner. At this point, despite his internal conflicts, Amir seems to have gotten what he desired. With Hassan out of his life, the reminders of his guilt are no more. Yet, as life has its way of bringing the past back, it won't be long before Amir's old demons resurface. I became what I am today at the age of 12, on a frigid, overcast day in the winter of 1975. I remember the precise moment, 
crouching behind a crumbling mud wall, peeking into the alley near the frozen creek. Part 2. The Path to Redemption Fast forward a few years into the future, the narrative plunges us into the turmoil of the Soviet-Afghan war. In the midst of the chaos, Amir and Baba flee from their homeland, Kabul, seeking refuge in the United States and marking the start of their new life in California. As the years roll by, Amir finds love in Soraya, another Afghan refugee, and forges a successful career as a writer. Amid the triumphs and joys, there's a fair share of sorrows, Baba's passing from cancer and the emotional toll of Amir and Soraya's inability to have a child. Haunted by his past deeds, Amir speculates if his childlessness is a punishment for his past actions against Hassan. Despite the years and miles, the guilt of his past actions towards Hassan lingers. However, Amir's life takes an unexpected turn when he learns that Rahim Khan, a cherished family friend now residing in Pakistan, is gravely ill. Eager to see his old friend, Amir leaves for Pakistan. There, Rahim Khan unravels the tale of Hassan's life post their separation. Hassan married and fathered a son, but his life took a tragic turn when he and his wife were brutally murdered by the Taliban. Their son was now an orphan, and Rahim Khan wanted Amir to rescue him from an orphanage in Kabul. And then comes the most shocking revelation. Hassan was the biological son of Baba, making him Amir's half-brother. Suddenly, Baba's image as an unflawed, morally upright figure crumbles as the truth of his betrayal against his friend Ali emerges. Ridden with guilt and shock, Amir is hesitant, but Rahim Khan is adamant. Amir has to journey back to Kabul to rescue Hassan's son. It's his dying wish, and Amir's shot at redemption. Analysis There's a way to be good again, Rahim Khan proclaims. Indeed, the time has arrived for Amir to confront his past and make a morally significant choice, an opportunity he dodged once before. Although his instinct warns him against the perilous journey to Kabul, he acknowledges it as a chance to amend past mistakes and evolve into the person he aspires to be. Through his dialogue with Rahim Khan, the narrative brings forth another pivotal theme, the power of secrets. The disclosure of Baba's secret fatherhood and Rahim Khan's insinuation about knowing Amir's past misdemeanors reveal how unveiling secrets can be transformative. As Amir learns about the reality of his father's character and his own past, he's also presented with a possibility of who he can become. Let's pause to reflect on another major theme, the complex relationship between fathers and sons. The revelation about Baba not being as virtuous as he'd assumed leaves Amir with a profound realization. He didn't truly know his father. Paradoxically, this disclosure also unveils a shared flaw between father and son. Both had betrayed their closest companions. The changed perception of his father is a universal experience that many can resonate with. It's only when we've lived enough, bearing our own scars and flaws, we see our parents as imperfect humans they truly are, Perhaps this critical understanding is the milestone where we truly mature. Despite being nearly 40, Amir's journey of self-discovery and personal growth is far from over. His mission to rescue Hassan's son presents him with a chance to not only be good again, but to also embrace a paternal responsibility 
for the first time. What lies ahead is a mission fraught with complexities and challenges. We had both betrayed the people who would have given their lives for us. And with that came this realization, that Rahim Khan had summoned me here to atone, not just for my sins, but for Baba's too. Part 3. A Journey of Rescue and Redemption A massive sense of obligation compels Amir to undertake the daunting journey back to Kabul, the very place he betrayed his half-brother and friend Hassan. After twenty long years, Amir sets foot in the Afghanistan he once called home. Yet the city has transformed under the tyrannical rule of the Taliban, with markers of poverty scattered everywhere and public stoning serving as a terrifying new reality. Amir's objective to retrieve Hassan's son, Sohrab, leads him to an orphanage. But to his dismay, Sohrab is no longer there, having been snatched away by the Taliban. Ignoring the inherent danger, Amir ventures into the abode of the local Taliban leader, only to encounter a chilling blast from the past. The leader is none other than Asif, the perpetrator of Hassan's assault years ago. Shivers run down Amir's spine as he realizes that Sohrab, much like his father, is suffering at the hands of Asif. Kept as a dancing boy, Sohrab is enduring a traumatic existence as a child prostitute. A desperate Amir attempts to negotiate Sohrab's release, a confrontation which rapidly descends into a physical brawl. When Asif's assault on Amir intensifies, Sohrab intervenes with his slingshot, dealing a critical blow to Asef's eye and allowing them both to escape. Amir's severe injuries confine him to a hospital bed for many days. During this period of recovery, he discovers that his initial plan for Sohrab's future, sending him to a charity suggested by Rahim Khan, falls apart as the charity does not exist. After revealing their familial ties to Sohrab, Amir presents him with the opportunity to start a new life in the U.S. Though hesitant initially, Sorab agrees. The process won't be a walk in the park, but Amir commits to adopting Sohrab and providing him with a dignified life. Analysis The actual way to be good again, as Rahim Khan had mentioned, emerges as Amir decides to adopt Sorab, taking personal responsibility for his welfare. Although he can't erase his past mistakes, Amir can control his actions in the present. But the path to redemption isn't a bed of roses. It requires one to make personal sacrifices and act courageously. Amir realizes that his own peaceful life in the U.S. would be disrupted by integrating Sohrab into it. His decision to adopt Sohrab signifies his readiness to embrace fatherhood's inherent challenges and selflessness. Amir's courageous act of confronting danger to rescue Sohrab is a testament to his evolution from the cowardly young boy who once turned a blind eye to his friend's plight. Noteworthy in this part of the novel are the instances of mirrored events and characters. Amir's confrontation with Asef, for instance, is a reflection of what he should have done years ago. Asef serves as a symbolic representation of Amir's fears and past failures, and standing up against him is proof of Amir's transformed self. A poignant symbol of Amir's bond with Hassan is evident in the injuries he incurs during the confrontation with Asif. Hassan, as a child, had a cleft lip. In contrast, Amir's brawl with Asif 
splits his upper lip, a poignant representation of the unbreakable bond between the half-brothers. Despite Hassan's demise, their connection remains intact, even growing stronger through the presence of Sohrab. And that, I believe, is what true redemption is, Amir Jan, when guilt leads to good. Part 4. The Journey Towards Atonement As Amir delves into the bureaucratic maze of adoption procedures, he realises it is an arduous endeavour, far more convoluted than he initially thought. His best option, albeit undesirable, seems to be leaving Sohrab in an orphanage while he returns to the US to commence the adoption process. The mere mention of returning to an orphanage sends shivers down Sohrab's spine, triggering a deeply painful reaction. In a tragic turn of events, Sohrab attempts suicide. Amir finds him in the nick of time and rushes him to the hospital, marking a distressing episode in both their lives. Once Sohrab recovers, Amir manages to bring him to the US on a humanitarian visa, thus commencing the journey towards adopting him legally. The transition isn't smooth. Sohrab is clearly traumatized, spending most of his time in silence or asleep. A glimmer of hope appears in the spring of 2002, some months after Sohrab's arrival in the US unfolding as a small, wondrous thing. As they fly a kite together in the park, Amir and Sohrab experience a unique bonding moment as Amir recounts stories of his childhood and his kite-flying days with Hassan. The novel draws to a close with a hopeful image, Sohrab grinning and Amir running after a fallen kite, evoking memories of how Hassan once did the same for him. Analysis Amir is put to the test as he assumes responsibility for Sohrab in the concluding part of The Kite Runner. The boy's silent suffering slowly begins to ease, a testament to Amir's unwavering patience and determination. What stands out, though, is Amir's remarkable transformation. His growth from an insecure boy into a responsible man, validating Rahim Khan's prediction. The novel's closing scene mirrors a cherished childhood memory. Amir flying kites with Hassan, now replicated with Sorab. This moment, loaded with nostalgia and catharsis, finds Amir running after a fallen kite laughing amidst a throng of shouting children. It's a stark contrast to the man he used to be, symbolizing his newfound joy and a return to his carefree childhood days. The significance of this cathartic moment lies in the fact that Amir rediscovers his inner child only after assuming adult responsibilities, signaling his journey to real happiness and contentment. It's striking that after a series of harrowing incidents, Hosseini wraps up the novel on a note of positivity and hope, underlining the kite runner's fundamental themes of familial bonds and the potential for redemption. Hosseini also suggests that, while we can't erase our past, it doesn't have to define us. It's never too late to mend our ways, take responsibility, and shape our lives the way we want. Closing Sorab's door, I wondered if that was how forgiveness budded not with the fanfare of epiphany, but with pain gathering its things, packing up, and slipping away unannounced in the middle of the night. Final Summary Our tale unfolds in Kabul, Afghanistan, through the eyes of a 12-year-old narrator named Amir. He shares a strong bond with his devoted friend, Hassan, their favorite pastime being flying kites 
and competing in the city's kite tournaments. In the course of one such tournament, Amir watches helplessly as Hassan is brutally assaulted, but, fear-stricken, he flees the scene instead of helping his friend. This act of betrayal shatters their friendship and leads to the subsequent fallout of their respective families. Years pass, and Amir migrates to the U.S., seeking a fresh start. Yet, the ghost of his past, filled with guilt over abandoning Hassan, continues to haunt him. When Amir hears of Hassan's tragic demise years later, he learns that Hassan has left behind an orphaned son. He also uncovers a family secret, his father sired Hassan, which means he and Hassan were half-brothers, bound by blood. This revelation presents Amir with an opportunity to rectify his past mistakes. He ventures back to Kabul to find Hassan's son, Sohrab, who is, unfortunately, under the mercy of a Taliban leader. The leader turns out to be the same man who had assaulted Hassan years ago. In a daring move, Amir rescues Sohrab and takes him back to the U.S., vowing to adopt him. In the closing scenes of The Kite Runner, Amir and Sohrab engage in a kite-fighting event as he races to retrieve a fallen kite of a competitor, much like Hassan used to do for him. Amir's redemption arc comes full circle. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.